0: Welcome to the Truth For Today podcast with your host, Joseph Franta, international minister, speaker, and Bible school instructor. Stay tuned for today's episode. Well, hello. We're back for another podcast of Truth For Today, Joseph Franta Ministries, and we're studying the book of Ephesians. We're going through it verse by verse, line by line. Uh, It's a great epistle of the Apostle Paul, prison epistle. Uh, We're through a little over half of it now and we're in Ephesians chapter 4. So I want to pick up with that today and I want to just say that, you know, I hope you have a Bible. Uh, I hope you just, you know, have access to a Bible wherever you may be and and that you try to follow me as I teach. Because uh, when you look at the Word of God and you hear it, it's, it's going through your eye gate and your ear gate, and it has a uh, double impact upon you. So I am reading uh, today. I'm using the New American Standard Version of the Bible. It's a very, very wonderful word-for-word translation, as is the King James, but it's a little bit more contemporary. Uh, I really enjoy using it, and uh, so that's what I'm using today. Let's get right back into the word where we left off, uh, which is uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. I'm going to repeat that verse. Uh, It says, until we all have attained. So it's talking about the different ministry offices of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher that are placed in the church by the Lord and are graced, gifted, anointed to equip the saints for the work of the ministry or the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. And then it goes on and says, verse 13, until we all attain to the unity of the faith. In other words, no one being left behind and their development, their maturity, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. That's the revelation knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. So, you know, together, I think basically what this is saying uh, is that together corporately as uh, a unified church we attain to the fullness of the stature of Christ in other words nothing lacking nothing missing in other words we're not lacking in any gift we're not lacking in teachers or you know prophetic gifts or evangelists or teachers, we're not lacking. We have the fullness of the stature of Christ. We have all the gifts. We have all the graces to equip us so we can be fully and completely equipped and grow up into maturity. This is what really being in church (laughs) One of the main reasons is so that we can grow, grow up spiritually, walk in the fullness of Christ. And if we're not in the church, there's no way we can walk in the fullness of Christ because we're not around the fullness of Christ. So important, brothers and sisters, to be in church. Don't let the devil deceive you. Oh, I don't need to go to church. You know, I already know all this stuff. No, you don't. The Bible says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, as is the habit of some, because you're going to miss out on some very important pieces of the puzzle, so to speak, or parts of the Christian life. You may be really strong in certain areas of your life. You know, maybe you're very successful in Business, maybe you have a wonderful marriage and a wonderful home, but maybe you're lacking in certain graces like kindness, gentleness, giving, the grace of giving, generosity, sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, and to other people. You know, we gotta we gotta really let God have all of us, all of our lives, so that we can have all of what he is working in our lives. And really, it's a work of the Spirit, people. You know, people say, well, I have the Holy Spirit. That's wonderful. I mean, it's great. It's fabulous. But you know what? It's not enough to have the Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness. How can you say that, Pastor? Well, I can say that in this sense. I'll qualify it. You have to have the work of the Holy Spirit. A lot of times people say, well, I've received the Holy Spirit. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. That's wonderful. It's a wonderful experience. That's a wonderful beginning. But you know what? You have to continue on. And our whole life is a work of the Holy Spirit. We have to let God's Holy Spirit work in us. So that we're yielded to the Lord in every area. I may be yielded to the Lord in one area and not yielded in another. No condemnation, no judgment, but let's get yielded completely. So that we can have the fullness of him, his spirit, his life flowing out from us 24-7. All right, let's move on. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, verse 13, Ephesians 4 to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. I believe that's talking about the body, the body of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children. That's why you need a pastor. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves, waves of doctrine, and carried about by every wind of doctrine, wind and waves of doctrine, by the trickery of men. Another translation says, by the deceitfulness of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming, People that want to take advantage of you. But speaking the truth in love. We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Show me anyone in the body of Christ who has reached maturity without functioning in the body. You know? I've never seen one. I've been been a Christian for 47 years, 48 years going on, 48 years. If you're going to reach maturity in the body of Christ, you're going to have to be a part, a functioning part of a local church someplace. And God has a place for you. But you're not going to know where it is if you don't go to church and become a part of a functioning body, local body somewhere. He says here, from whom, well, let's go back up to verse 15, but but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body Being fitted, oh there it is, fitted and held together by what every joint supplies. I guess I could spend a week on just this. That you have a supply. Every individual believer in the body of Christ has a supply for the local church. But if you don't go to church, (laughs) they'll never They'll, they'll never be able to accommodate your supply and benefit from your supply. You'll just be an island out to yourself, you know, and yeah, maybe you study the Bible. Maybe you're strong in certain areas, but you know what? You're not going to be well-rounded. You're not going to be complete. And Basically, your ministry is not going to be functional to the body of Christ. And if your ministry is not really functional, guess what? You are not going to be fulfilled. Oh, my. Is this condemnation? No. This is just observation. You know, observation. If you're not... Joined to a local body fitted to a local body functioning in a local body your ministry is not going to be complete and you are not going to be fulfilled. I didn't say it. The book of Ephesians said it. The head of the church wrote it by the Holy Spirit it's really best to abide by what Jesus said. He said, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. He said, I am the vine. My Father is the vine dresser. He who abides in me bears much fruit. For apart from me, apart from the body, you can do nothing. If you're not abiding, fitted." functioning in the body of Christ you're not going to be fulfilled and you're not going to complete what God's called you to do on this earth and you won't be rewarded the way God wants to reward you because you know God wants you to have rewards so enough said but you know read your Bible no condemnation saints There's no condemnation for anybody who's in Christ Jesus. But, you know, we do have to walk out our call on this earth. We can't just let it, you know, go to the wayside. From whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth, uh-oh, the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. When everyone is fitted together, joined together, functioning in their place, functioning in their gifts, guess what? The body grows, expands, multiplies, increases, increases, And you know what? When a church is constantly on the increase, there is a supernatural flow of finances, spiritual connections, and opportunities for every member in the body of Christ to advance in their calling and fulfill what God's called them to do. You feel stymied, stuck. You feel like, hey, I'm not going anywhere. Either you're not in the right place, you're not fitted in the right place, or you're not allowing yourself to be fitted, or you're just not part of a church someplace. Give a serious thought, serious prayer. Lord, where do you want me? And get in your place and be obedient because the Bible says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the best of the land. Woohoo! That's what I want. I want the best, the highest and the best. And you know, for many, many years I've had it. And I'm not perfect. Oh no. But I am blessed because I've sought to walk in obedience to the Lord and to follow the direction of His Holy Spirit, and you can be too. Okay, now, the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So many people today feel rejected. Get in a church and get loved. Verse 17, So this I say and affirm together with the Lord, that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk, in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life, the Zoe life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. Kind of the picture of being alienated from God, you know? And it's it's, it's a really a sad and sorry place to be. If, if you're not plugged in to God and you're not connected with God and have his life flowing through you, uh, man, you're living in darkness. And uh, the Bible says, if you're living in darkness, how great is the darkness? There's varying degrees of it. And then it says here that your heart eventually becomes hard in this condition, of being alienated from God, separated, verse 19, and they having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality, for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. You know, I don't want to be very specific with this, but let me just say this. You know, when you don't know God, when you're not reading the word of God and Experiences experiencing His presence, His life, you know, you're going to live in the flesh, whoever you may be, saved or unsaved. And when you live in the flesh and you don't have fellowship with God, His presence, uh, you're going to fall into sensuality, sin. And then... When that happens, the Bible says it can become a practice of every kind of impurity and greediness. You know, people get into sin and it really destroys their life. The wages of sin is death. People living in sin are not happy. You know, they're just not happy people. And They don't have joy. They don't have peace. They don't, you know, they're not enjoying life. And they're missing out on the best that God has for them. And you know, God uh, is not counting their sins against them, according to 2 Corinthians 5. He's not counting the world's sins against them. But they have to come to a place of acknowledging Christ as their lord and savior to escape the consequences of sin because you know sin repeated sin practicing sin it has terrible consequences there's no condemnation uh you know from Christians toward people, uh, you know, that are buried in their sins. We just wanna try to get you out of them, get you delivered, show you the way of escape from all these sins that are bondages and uh, tormenting. Just sin torments your mind, torments your emotions. You you walk around on this earth tormented all the time Only when you come to Christ and you begin to live in Him and walk in Him and walk, learn to walk in the spirit life do you get free from all that mess. And God delivers you from the chains of bondage and sin so that you can be happy, joyful, full of life, full of hope, full of faith in what God has for your life. So come out and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And he will welcome you, and he will be a father to you, and you will be sons and daughters to him. In other words, don't engage in the world's activities. They're degrading. Quite frankly, they're, they're gross, abominable. And they're disfiguring you on the inside, whether you know it or not. And the inner beauty that God's placed in you as a person is being totally covered over by the ugliness of sin you can be delivered. Jesus said, you you can know the truth and the truth can make you free. I don't care how deep the pit is that you're in or I don't care what you've given to, yielded your body to, your mind to. There's hope for you today through Jesus Christ. He can set you free from the lowest pit. He can break the strongest chains of addiction, whatever kind of addiction it is, and he can set you free to walk in liberty, to walk in prosperity, and to walk in life, and life abundantly. So come out. And don't stay in that, you know, that pig's pen, come out and live the good life, the life of favor, the life of freedom in Jesus Christ. Okay. And it says, but you did not learn Christ in this way. I mean, people can backslide. And if you are backslidden, there's hope for you. You can come back to God. Verse 21, if indeed you have heard him and been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus. You know, truth is the life preserver. It's the anchor. The sure foundation. I don't care. You know, you can be drifting on the sea of, you know, sensuality. You know what I mean? The sea of sensuality. You can be drifting on that sea, But if you accept Christ, he'll anchor your life. He'll seal your life with the Holy Spirit. He'll transfer you out of that life of darkness and bondage into a life of freedom and love. He's got the power, friend to deliver you to the uttermost. In other words, I don't care what kind of state you're in, Jesus and His grace is greater than any sin. Don't let sin limit you. Let the grace of God and the salvation of Christ put you in a place without limits to where you can experience all that God has planned and promised for you to experience. Oh, man. I know. I'm enjoying that kind of a life and have for many, many years. And you know what? The greatest treasure you'll ever find on this planet is Jesus Christ he is the Son of God he is the friend that sticks closer than a brother he is the Redeemer and the restorer of the years that have been eaten away by sin and rebellion so let's go back into this Oh man, I'm getting so excited for you. I hope you're listening to this and I hope you're receiving Jesus right now, even as I teach. Just open your heart. Ask Jesus to come in. Change my life, Lord. I receive forgiveness. I receive your grace. I receive your life. I I receive your restoration by faith. Forgive me of all my sinfulness. Cleanse me now through your blood. Make me brand new. Jesus, in your name I pray. Amen. Verse 22, that in, a, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self. Isn't that neat? You can lay aside that old sinful self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This is the key to victory in the Christian life. Renewal of the mind. And that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self. You can put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh or the lusts of the flesh. Put on the new man or put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and true holiness. In other words, in a, in a split second, you, your life, can go from being the worst sinner to a man totally accepted in the beloved, totally made righteous by the blood of Jesus, totally transferred into the kingdom of light, totally made a child of God, totally given complete sonship privileges on this earth as a child of God and experiencing the rich inheritance of the Son of God made an equal heir or a joint heir with Jesus, filled with his spirit, filled with his truth, Filled with his victory in every area of your life. Wow. Hey, don't pass it up for something that won't last, won't endure. Don't waste another moment. Accept Christ today as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Just call on his name. In fact, the name of Jesus in the Greek means salvation, deliverance, preservation, safety. The scripture says, the angel said to uh, Mary and Joseph, his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You can't do it. I tell you, you can't do it. You can't overcome all those weaknesses and addictions and uh, sinful habits. You can't do it. So just stop trying. Hand your life over to Jesus. Ask Him to come into your life today as your Lord and Savior. His Spirit will do it for you. Woohoo! He'll deliver you from every bondage. And the areas of your life where you've been the weakest you'll, over time, become the strongest in those areas. I know because it happened to me. Those weak areas I had before I came to Christ, they became my strengths. And in fact, in the Bible, in in, uh, Hebrews 11, it says, by faith, it says, from weakness, they became strong. God can take your weaknesses. He's not afraid of your weaknesses. He doesn't look down on you because you have weaknesses. He doesn't exclude you because you have weaknesses. No, He says, All right, you got some weaknesses. Great. I'll go to work in those areas. Just yield to my spirit, renew your mind, and you'll be free. Because I got plans for you, son. I got plans for you, daughter. And those plans do not include weaknesses. You can be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. God says it. God, uh, the Apostle Paul said to Timothy, he wrote to him in uh, 2 Timothy 2.1, he said, Now therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus Oh, I love it. Be strong in the grace, God's ability to put you over when you have no strength to do so yourself. He said, don't be strong in your 21-day quiet time or devotional time. Don't be strong in your even your knowledge. No, he said, Timothy, be strong in the grace, the ability, the power of God, and in the power of his might. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. God gives you his ability in exchange for your weakness, his power in exchange for all the things that have hindered you. Thanks again for being with us today. I wish you a great day. Be blessed in every way and keep your eyes on Jesus. This is Joe Frana for Truth For Today. Thank you. See you next time.